Certainly earth, wind, and fire, and in the stone. And we use that today because uh, I've said this before. When we go to Allen Fieldhouse for a basketball game, Baylor in Kansas, the KU Pep Band always plays this song, In the Stone, and it is, uh, it is greatly appreciated by me and hopefully <laughs> some others also. But uh, we use that with the Jayhawks baseball team in town. As we come to you live from Baylor Ballpark this afternoon, John Morris here in Sexton and joined by Pat Combs, former Baylor pitcher, former Major League pitcher, and uh, my broadcast partner on the television broadcast. Thanks for coming early or coming up here and being on with us. I appreciate it. Oh, man, John. Always great to be with you. And uh, you picked a great setting, a beautiful day at the ballpark. Oh, I know. 90s uh, attire, but we were told we, we didn't come dressed in our 90s attire today. But, yeah, always great to be at the ballpark here in Waco. Yeah, it is 90s day. They're giving away some uh, clear fanny packs today, oh, which I guess is 90s retro. <laughs> but uh, And Aaron, who's in the studio, he wants one of those fanny packs. So we have to find one for him. Well, they told me in the dugout that it's actually coming back. I said, how can something that Seriously? bad come back? <laughs> yeah, we did not train our kids well with that. They're thinking that's a trend thing. Now. Have you right. ever worn a fanny pack in your life? I have in to your say life? I, I did. Really? I did at one okay. time. Yeah, we were traveling. It was overseas. I told us to keep. You know, everything in the front ah, pouch. Yeah, Smart. right. So it was one of those deals. But, yeah, quickly after I got back to the States, it went in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, we have, I can picture pictures of our family at Disney World, and Terry was usually wearing the fanny pack. I don't think I ever have, so... Uh, kind of proud of that fact, actually. <laughs> you, you got that on me. <laughs> but but you can pick up one of those today when you come to the game. Five o'clock first pitch today here at uh, at Baylor Ballpark. Uh, 90s, that's, that's right in your wheelhouse. That was about the time you were finishing here at Baylor, going yep. into the majors, right? You yep. got to have good memories of the 90s. Late 80s, early 90s. Those were those, That was a good time for me. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, left Baylor 88 and then uh, played Olympic team. That was the gold medal year. We uh, won in Seoul, Korea. Uh, great, uh, great honor to do that and rolled right into my pro career in 89 and then uh, got to the major leagues fast uh, with the Phillies. It was kind of good timing situation with the yeah. Phillies being down in late, late 80s. And uh, yeah, early 90s was uh, my, my big league career for the most part. So yeah, Very fun good. times. And folks may or may not remember you started at Rice and Rice to Baylor. So uh, glad you found your way here. And it's nice that you're still involved in it with the Baylor program. Oh man. Yeah. I, I bleed green and gold. It was a, uh, it was a fun year at Rice, but uh, yeah, when you, you think you're that smart and you get to Rice, you figure out very quickly, <laughs> that's a different level of smart down there, right? No, and, and Baylor's uh, was was the perfect spot for me. And, uh, you know, and Jamo, we, we talk a lot about, because I still coach summer ball with, with uh, 17-year-old, 16-year-old kids, and we talk a lot about fit and how important it is to find a place that's a good fit for you. Not just a place you want to go play baseball, because you can find a lot of places to go play ball. Mm -hmm. But Baylor was a great fit for me, and it, uh, it, it literally changed my life. Mm. I mean, I, I think back uh, to how I was living my life up to that point. Everything was about baseball, and, uh, you know, I was not a, a really good person at that time. And get to Baylor and meet some great teammates, and you just go through kind of uh, a, a check of your life in terms of, you know, how you're, how you're living, how you're treating people. And, and, man, just met some great people here. Obviously, it's a Christian school, but I, I was not exposed to a lot of that growing up. And when I got to Baylor, it, it, I mean, there were some things in, in my heart, my mind that changed for uh, permanently. So yeah. it was a, a great fit for me. That's a great success story. It's great. And it's great to work with you. I enjoy that. We, it was fun last night. So Mike Brumley was here last night, friend of yours, uh, played at Texas, 
14 years in professional baseball now, and most recently a hitting instructor in the Braves organization. Is that right? That's right, yeah. Hitting instructor. But he was just here. He's just he's going to find a ballpark. He's going to find a game to go to. <laughs> but, man, that was fun having him here, and he was on the air for, for a couple of innings with us. And just listening to you two kind of go back and forth, uh, that was an education. It was really fun. Oh, man. Yeah, Brum's one of the best, and I – you know, when you get around baseball guys like that, I told you when I came into the booth, we I, we literally went back to the hotel, talked for three hours, yeah. and it was all baseball. How about that? Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, when you, you have a guy like that, um, of course, we forgive that he went to Texas, but he was an Oklahoma guy. <laughs> yeah. So even yeah. even today at lunch, he was telling me, he goes, you know, I, I never did really get into that whole burnt orange thing. You know, like <laughs> Oklahoma guy going to Texas. But, no, when you talk around baseball circles and you hear the name Mike Brumley mentioned, uh, people will tell you there, there's a brilliance there in, in terms of taking something in, in the way of hitting a baseball. You know, it's, again, one of the hardest things to do in all of sport. And it, it is a complex issue when you talk about pitchers now today, especially the big leagues, are all throwing 95-plus and got these nasty sliders. And for hitters, how do you approach that? You know, what are you looking for? And how do you simplify that when it can be so complex? And Brum has that just that wisdom about him. He can take that and make it to where players today can work with it. Wow. And we talk about even last night uh, he was breaking down his system, his idea, his philosophies. And he says, look, as much as I like my system and my philosophy, I have to adapt it to every player mm-hmm. because I need to know what their strengths are, what, what, you know, what they're looking to do uh, in an approach and trying to hit a ball. And, and he says, I have to adapt, be adaptable. But, so it just it's fun to talk with a guy like that that's a, that's a great coach, a great coaching mind. But uh, reminded me a lot of like when we – We've had a chance to talk to Scott Drew over the years, you yeah. know, because, I mean, basketball can be so complex, but it's it's getting it down to the player. Right. And how do we how do we help develop that individual player to bring out the best in him at that moment? And that, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's fascinating. It's fascinating to hear and learn, you know, from, from guys like you and guys like him. So I really appreciate that. Uh, let's talk about the game last night. Uh, 3-2 loss, tough loss for Baylor. And uh, well, just what are your thoughts uh, about that one? Just came up a run short in the first uh, game of this series. Yeah, gosh, it's, a, it's so unfortunate. That's kind of been the storyline for Baylor this year. Just It's either coming up short in the pitching department or coming up short in the hitting department and trying to put it all together. And again, last night was just a, a, an indication of how it's gone here last probably couple of weeks. And they just haven't been able to put it all together. Last night, a great pitching performance by Will Rigney, who, uh, again, you talked about filling in for Tyler Thomas last night. Not an easy task right. when you've got that dependable Friday night guy like Tyler. And then he had a long stint last week in, uh, in some cold conditions in West Virginia and Morgantown. Couldn't make his start yesterday. Rigney fills in, does a great job, uh, good enough to get the win. Mm-hmm. But uh, we had, like, uh, opportunities early in the game to uh, score more runs off of uh, Hagerty in, in Kansas. Just couldn't do it. You know, when we left bases loaded, no outs in one situation, yeah. the third inning. That's tough. So, yeah, overall, it's like – and it's so hard to flush those games, but you have to do that in baseball because you've got today, right? You've got tomorrow. Baylor still has a chance to win the series, and we talked about the importance of this series, just knowing now uh, how Baylor has started off in the Big 12. And then now battling Kansas, Kansas State, trying to get out of that, those bottom two spots. They, they've got to win these next two. You hate to say, boy, there's a must-win game here right. in the middle of conference. Yeah, right. But uh, I think you know, today you almost have to say it's a, it's a must-win. Yeah. Coach Rod, meeting with the media the other day, I guess it was Wednesday afternoon, talked about uh, the, the players just seem like they've got the weight of the world on their shoulders. You know, they feel this. They feel 
you know, that they should be better, that they're better than their record indicates. You've, you've done a lot of coaching of baseball and young guys. Um, what do you do to, to, make, to take that weight off their shoulders and just get them to go out there and play ball and have fun? Yeah, that's, I think that's the key word is to, to loosen up, have fun. Uh, it's really hard uh, when you're in a, a losing streak like they're in. But uh, as coaches, what you really are trying to uh, impart on the players is, look, uh, this game is hard enough when you make it harder on yourself. So if we can remove any of those mental obstacles and the pressures that you're putting on, I, you know, asking that question last night, like putting Will Rigney in a spot like this, I said, you know, is there pressure there? And he said, well, we're certainly not going to talk about the pressure, right? Right, right. But there's also an expectation that uh, these players are all out here to try and succeed. And I think sometimes as coaches, if, if players sense or feel like you're feeling the pressure as a coach, they feel it. Mm. And so the coach's job here, you know, with – Coach Rod, Coach Strauss, Coach Taylor, all great guys, great coaches. Their job is to try to make it as simple for the players and make the game fun again. And that's, that's the challenge when you're in that, uh, that, that losing streak. Good. Pat Combs, our guest, uh, former Baylor uh, pitcher, major league pitcher, now our a TV color analyst. And, Pat, uh, a guy, I, I don't think I'm talking out of school here when I say that uh, Chad Jackson – uh, and and Mac Rhodes and you know our administration they lean on you you know for base for your baseball knowledge they want your input on things and uh, you know we all appreciate Coach Rod and Coach Strauss and, and Coach Taylor um, but this is this is a tough time that all co- most coaches and most programs go through um, uh, they're 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 a good fit for Baylor aren't they I mean what yeah. they have done here at Baylor they really are a good fit for this baseball program. Yeah, I think Baylor is in a a unique situation. When you look across uh, coaching circles and you're trying to find, again, we go back to that word fit, you're trying to find the right fit. Mac Rhodes is, is, and and Chad Jackson, I mean, we've talked about this, you know, he is unabashedly uh, solid in his faith, Mm -hmm. right? So Mm -hmm. as a Christian man, he's looking for Christian leaders to lead programs. And to find Christian leaders who uh, work with the professionalism and the expectations to win championships, that, that's a pretty tight filter, yeah. you know, yeah. so you're right. You, you, you look at what Coach Rod's uh, been able to do here at Baylor, ha- the successes he had at Pepperdine, he is a great fit. Now, now you have to back up and go, okay, so we've got, uh, as far as character, as far as the right guys here, they're here. Now the expectation is, just like in any other job in the world, right, you've got to be successful, you've got to win. So how you go about doing that, that's obviously the challenge. And for any coaching staff, they know when they come into a Power 5 uh, you know, conference and a D1 job like this, that those expectation levels can be can be hard. They can be tough. And so they have to learn how to manage that, and they, I think they, they manage it well. The, the thing with Baylor is, um, you know, you look across, and you and I talked about this, you look across the spectrum, and every sport now is just so right. successful. You right. go, my goodness, the bar has been raised across the, the line, right, yeah. for every every sport here. And so, uh, yeah, when you look at the, the sports that may be underachieving – at the moment, baseball is one of them. But you look back three or four years ago, baseball was the one performing That's right. when a lot of sports were struggling. Mm-hmm. So, look, they all go through cycles. Uh, it's Now it's it, how do you get through that? How do you get through the tough times? And to me, that's the, the character you have when you hire great coaches and they have great character. Those guys will figure out how to get – 
the ship back. Yeah, that's very well said. I, I love these guys. I appreciate them. You and I have the benefit of being around them in a lot of different situations. And you just see how well they – how smart they are baseball-wise – but how well they represent Baylor in every single way, you know, preparing champions for life. They do that every single day. That's right. And that's the thing that's, that's uh, when, you, when you step back and, and look at a, at a Baylor, that's, uh, that's what you say is unique, right? Because it's not just about the wins and losses. Th- those are important. There's no doubt. Everybody at Baylor now has an expectation level just based upon look at the success, success of football, look at the success of basketball. I mean, it's just uh, – it is now. The bar has been raised, and so that's a good thing. You, mm-hmm. you want to have – and that, I think, when Mac Rhodes took over the program, I, I remember him saying this in, uh, in our letter winners meeting. He said, guys, we're going to bring in the best Christian coaches we can find, and we will win. Mm. And I love that. That's yeah. the mentality, and you ha- just know that's the expectation coming in. So, so yeah, the baseball team's struggling right now, but, uh, look, there's a lot of season left. Uh, so important series coming up. You've got Kansas uh, this weekend. We got to win the next couple of games here. I think they got to go down to Austin and have a good show there. Try to pick up a couple of wins in Austin and then back home against Texas Tech. So it doesn't get any easier from here. You're right. But uh, <laughs> but this is where baseball teams. You know you can see teams that even are struggling in the moment. They have one good thing that that happens and the the season can get turned around. You know you get that late hit in a game and you win a close one and now the confidence all of a sudden rises and they, they put on a, a streak of three or four games. We've seen Baylor do that this year. So the capability is there. Now sure. they got to execute. Yeah. You did all those games in Houston, the Shriners uh, Hospitals for Children Classic. And I'm not saying all the Baylor games. You did all those games, <laughs> nine games in three days against really good competition. That Baylor team there that played so well in that tournament, yeah. I mean, the parts are still there. I mean, these are the same guys. Well, without Tyler Thomas this week. Yeah, yeah, you hope to get Tyler back next week. But you're, you're exactly right. Uh, so when you look at that early in the season, you go, Okay, are we are we getting worse? Are we getting better? <laughs> are we a different team? We're not. We're we're just that, and that's what makes baseball such an interesting game. It's the same team playing the same game. There's just a, a couple of parts they're not executing well on at the yeah. moment. Yeah. But that can change, as you and I know, right? Yeah. In, in one inning, one pitch. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's not a change over the course of a week. Sometimes it is, or a series, but sometimes one inning or one pitch. So yeah, that's, that's wild. Right. That was, that's what makes it fun. Hey, man, I appreciate it. Thanks very much. Always great to be with you, John. All right, you too. Thanks very much. See you in a couple hours. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be good. Pat Combs, uh, he and I will have the TV broadcast tonight. That is Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Great to get his insight. And, uh, again, who uh, a guy who has his finger on the pulse of Baylor University, of Baylor baseball, and uh, comes at it with great perspective uh, talking about uh, Baylor and you know, we all want uh, these guys to win. Nobody more so than, than Coach Rod and Coach Strauss and Coach Taylor. So it's the Bears and the Jayhawks coming up today. Game two in this series between Baylor and KU. The uh, radio broadcast, and thanks to uh, Derek Smith and Ryan Boyd, we're borrowing uh, Aaron, their radio setup here in the booth at Baylor Ballpark uh, for this hour. Then we'll get out of the way and hand it back to them. But you'll hear Derek and Ryan on the air at 445 this afternoon. First pitch at 5 for Baylor and Kansas.